Good morning. I'm Duarte Geraldino. And I'm Shamita Basu. This is Apple News Today. Each morning, hear about some of the most fascinating stories in the news and how the world's best journalists are covering them. But first, let's catch up with some of the day's top headlines. Israel and the United Arab Emirates agreed to normalize diplomatic relations. President Trump announced the pact on Thursday from the Oval Office. The UAE is only the third Arab nation to make such an agreement with Israel. As part of the deal, Israel agreed to suspend annexation of the West Bank. In an interview on Fox Business News, President Trump said his unwillingness to fund the United States Postal Service had to do with his broader distrust of mail-in voting. Now, they need that money in order to have the post office work so it can take all of these millions and millions of ballots. California became the first state to pass 600,000 confirmed coronavirus cases, although health officials there say they're close to curbing the outbreak. Most members of Congress left D.C. without reaching a new deal on a pandemic relief bill. That likely means until at least the fall, the U.S. economy is going to be on its own. 538 looks at how that could play out. The analysis site has been doing this recurring feature every month since May. It surveyed a group of 32 economists, asking them to predict what recovery is going to look like from the pandemic. The consensus is pretty clear. Without some form of additional federal stimulus, things are likely to get a lot worse. 538 makes the case that if Congress does not revive some kind of additional weekly payment for jobless Americans, there's a 75% chance personal consumption will drop. Mm. And when people stop spending money, the places where their money would have gone, those businesses, are going to have to make their own cuts, probably in the form of layoffs, reduced mm-hmm. spending of their own. And this could create a cycle wherein even more people lose their jobs and possibly file for unemployment. 538 surveys come out pretty regularly, so we can see how the forecasts evolve over time. And what's striking here is that a few weeks ago, economists said the biggest threat to an economic recovery would be another coronavirus wave. That's still the case this time around. But now you have the added threat of no more fiscal stimulus. Yeah, they're predicting a so-called W-shaped recovery. That's when the economy falls Then it recovers a bit, but then it drops a second time before possibly picking up again. Mm. So the chart looks like a W. Now, the economists see last month's unemployment rate, which was around 10 percent, as something that's likely to stay pretty consistent for the rest of the year. And with so much at stake, well, your representatives are taking a summer break. Remember when the pandemic started, everybody was calling grocery store workers heroes? They were getting added benefits. Some got an extra $2 an hour in hazard pay. Now, a lot of these workers say some of that goodwill is wearing off. The Washington Post checked in on some of these essential employees, and it spoke with grocery workers across the country about their experience five months into the pandemic. Now, Shamita, you've seen those videos of employees having to deal with angry customers who don't want to follow some store protocols like wearing masks. Yeah, yes, because you're discriminating against me now. Do you know that? I'm, I'm, I'm you're discriminating against me. We can help you. No, because I have okay. private stuff that I don't want you to see. I feel You're coming close Back to me. Back Threat me again! And I'm not doing it because I woke up in a free country. The Post talked to Angel Manners. She works at a Meyer store in Kentucky. It's a big grocery chain. Been there for 10 years. And she says she's never felt so demoralized on the job. 
In the beginning, Manners was getting the extra $2 an hour in hazard pay, and she said customers used to praise her. Now that hazard pay has ended, no more nice comments from customers either. She tells The Washington Post workers who want to self-quarantine usually have to take unpaid leave. And some employees who've tried to call in sick have been persuaded to come into work. A Meyer spokesman said any employee who is at high risk for COVID-19 or who tests positive for the virus can request up to four weeks of paid leave. You know, another person quoted in that article is Tanya Lee Henderson. She works at a public store in Florida. She told The Post her hours were cut by half from 40 down to 20 but she has more responsibilities and often has to deal with these angry customers. You know, Duarte, just a minute ago, we were talking about how economists are saying the unemployment rate will probably hold steady through the fall. Well, labor experts say while that number stays high, more and more people will be desperate for money and willing to take lower paid, higher risk jobs. The way this article puts it, workers feel like their bosses are letting them know you are expendable. Off the east coast of Africa, there's an island nation called Mauritius. It's a stunning place, pristine, clear blue water. Really, these are the beaches of your dreams. But if you look at aerial images of the area now, it's nightmarish. You'll see these huge globs of black over what would otherwise be aqua blue. That's because a cargo ship ran aground and leaked thousands of gallons of oil into a lagoon. If you haven't really been following the story, we'll catch you up. The BBC reports the Japanese company that owns that grounded ship says more than 1,000 metric tons of oil have flowed out of the fuel tank into the Indian Ocean. To give you a sense of that, that's how much oil was lost in environmental spills globally during the entire year in 2019. So far, about half of the oil has been manually removed from the surrounding waters and the coast. But there are concerns that the ship could break apart further and spill even more oil into the ocean. Mauritius is home to coral reefs, seagrasses, and mangroves. It's got hundreds of types of fish, around 1,700 animal species in total. One expert told the BBC there aren't many places like it left on the planet when it comes to biodiversity. Can you remember how you felt when you heard a song that really moved you for the first time? Most of us can think of a few songs that had that effect on us. And two brothers in Indiana are documenting those moments of musical discovery and sharing them. They're twins. Their names are Tim and Fred Williams, 21 years old. And they have a YouTube channel where you can watch them reacting to a song they're hearing for the first time. One of their videos recently went viral. It was them listening to the Phil Collins song In the Air Tonight, and it was shared so many times that after 40 years, that song is now back on the charts, coming in at number two on iTunes earlier this week. Another thing that makes this reaction video so great, it's like, you know, this is their first time hearing the song. And for anyone who knows the song, you know, you, me, Duarte, you're waiting for the drums to kick in and you're waiting to see how they will react to the drums kicking in. And when it finally happens, it is so, so satisfying. I ain't gonna lie, yeah, you ain't got me on that. Ain't never seen you nobody me on drop, that one, man. I ain't never seen nobody drop a beat like three that. minutes in a song. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped the beat at the end of the song, man. <laughs> it's like, you can find links to all of these stories in today's show notes page. And if you're enjoying the show, leave us a rating and review. It really helps other people find the show. We'll talk to you again on Monday.